first of all, thank you very much for your for your time today for this is brief podcast. You know, um, uh, as you know, you know this is just a very informal podcast where uh, more or less uh, you talk about yourself, about what you do, what are your patients, what is your business. You know, so in order to share with the listeners, you know, your experience and uh, your stories. So, mm-hmm. so first of all. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, definitely. And thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to be on your podcast. I think this is my second podcast that I am the guest. So it is always a good adventure for me. Um, I was born in Poland in 1979 and I came to United States in 2001. I am a mom to a beautiful three-year-old girl and a wife to a wonderful husband, GP. I am also a fur mom to six wonderful puppies. Um, There are grown up, but I call them puppies. They will always be puppies. And I'm also a business owner. My business is Event Strategies. I... um, In my past, I worked for um, companies in corporate America um, that was for about 14 years. And last year in May, I um, took a plunge and decided to embark on the journey of self-employment. So um, I am currently an owner of a company called Event Strategies, as I mentioned earlier. And I um, get to work from home and um, be kind of a self-employed, stay-at-home dog mom and mom to to my toddler. So that's a very quick snapshot of what is going on with me right now, what I have in my life. and, um, And yeah, so that's it. This is fantastic. Uh, I believe that you are super, super, super mega busy. Uh, you know, and uh, can you share us, you know, how you, what you use, what is your secret to keep everything going on, you know, because you do three, four things at the same time. So even from a business perspective, a mama perspective and a dog's mama perspective, what, what, are, your, what are your secrets? A little bit of insanity. <laughs> Um, you know, there's really no secrets, um, here. I, I try to take day as it comes. I do not, I try not to think about the future too much. I like to plan for it. Um, but I do not, whenever I go too far in the future, I have, um, I get anxiety, so I simply can't. Um, My um, current life is very busy, and it is very full. And as things come up, I just take them as they come and try as much as I can to go with the flow. Um, Having plans is great. But I also try to be ready for things that just simply come up throughout the day. Either it's in the business or it is in 
uh, my personal life with my daughter or with the dogs or with my husband, you know, or in the house. You cannot predict what's going to be happening and having um, an open mind to be flexible. That's, that's kind of what I feel is, um, is important to me right now and what keeps me sane in this little insanity that I have going on, um, on um, you know, at this, this side of the street, so... Yeah, that's that's fully agree. You know, live day by day. And um, you mentioned that you are self-employed since one year, one year and a half, and uh, you are very lucky to be able to work from home. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your business and what are you know issues that you have, successes that you have, pro and cons working from home? Definitely, I will be more than happy to share my experience with that. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I was part of corporate America for 14 years. The last five years of that, I worked from home. I was a in-market um, sales rep where I had a home office. And that's where I found my, uh, truly, that that's the environment that works for me. Um, working from home was something that, I was never exposed to up until I started to work for that employer. And the moment that that started, it, it was a home run with me. I can work by myself. I can um, organize my time, manage my time by myself. And I found myself to be um, very, um, I adapted to working from home very easily. Um, right now, I own uh, my own business called Event Strategies. It is a um, consulting um, management company, um, management consulting company, where I work with meeting and event planners from um, different corporations, associations, um, government entities, and I provide my services to the meeting and event planners. Um, the, those services are um, in the areas of um, location intelligence. Um, meeting planners come to me and ask me, you know, we are looking at having an event or conference in this time of the year, what destinations would you recommend? Do you have recommendations? So I give them my advice, my professional um, opinion. And then I um, also um, offer services in sourcing different venues um, in that destination. So I send out clients requests for proposals to different hotels, and I gather the information, I provide cost analysis based on the responses that I receive, and I present that to my event and meeting planning clients. Um, after that is concluded and um, wrapped up, we narrow down the choices. If the client asks me about for my recommendations, I, I give that to the client. And we proceed with um, contractual phase, which is requesting the contract. I negotiate that contract on behalf of the meeting and event planner. Um, I, uh, you know, consider myself being a partner to the event and meeting planners. 
and to the hotels. So the contracts that I um, want to negotiate are fair for both sides, um, not only one-sided. And after that um, contract phase is concluded, I either you know moved on to another project or um, with the same client, or I um, get to offer my services in um, full meeting management. So I started working with the client on actual execution of the meeting or the convention. Um, so I can be as involved as the client wants me to be. And depending on what services I provide, um, those services can be either free to my meeting and event planning clients, or there can be a fee associated with it. So um, the sourcing, the destination recommendations, contract negotiations, those services are um, free of charge to my meeting and event planners. Um, the only services that I uh, would charge for are the services in the field of um, executing the meeting and what happens after the contract gets signed with particular hotel or a venue. So that's when my fee would come in. But other than that, my services are free of charge and that's the business model that I um, have um, adapted for event strategies. In the industry, <clears throat> excuse me, in the industry, my company is called a third party meeting planning. And um, usually the services um, beyond contract are um, at a fee and the ones that are connected to sourcing and contracting, those are free of charge. So that's what I do um, for um, in my profession and what I um, would like to continue doing depending on um, on the support from clients and I, I need to say that through my 14 15 years in the industry I have been able to build some very meaningful relationships and um, within the first month of existing I was able to secure two clients that I am currently working with and I am acquiring more of them. So that would be um, my little path to success. And it made me very fortunate self-employed business owner um, because gaining clients is one of the main struggles that everyone has if you are in any kind of business. So I was very fortunate that I had um, few really amazing um, amazing relationships that I've built um, that were willing to continue um, the relationship with me um, through the event strategies um, business. So I, um, I have been fortunate like that and, and I'm very grateful for it. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. And this is important message that building connections helps businesses, help growing, you know, self-businesses and businesses from home. Many of our listeners are starting their own business and they have struggled in, as you mentioned, to find clients and to secure contracts. 
Um, and it's important what you said, you know, that uh, through your connections, uh, through your uh, links that you have done during your 14, 15 years in corporate America, you've been able to secure two strong, let's say very strong clients within the first amount of business, which is fantastic. It truly is, Mario, and I, uh, I, I just couldn't believe it when it was happening, simply because it, it wasn't even that I sent um, any kind of, I don't think I even had my email set up then, uh, my professional email. I, I just contacted those clients through LinkedIn and Facebook Messenger, and I was actually on the way to a five-week break with my daughter, uh, I, as I mentioned, I'm from Poland. So I was actually on the way to the airport to visit my family for five weeks in Poland when I received a message um, from my current client saying, hey, we, I do wanna partner with you, how we can make this happen. And um, I was actually having conference calls and, um, and, um, different conversations with the client from Poland when I was in Poland um, to, you know, start that, that um, partnership and start um, working on um, building the portfolio of for event strategy. So it, it's been quite an adventure. It's been quite a ride for me. And through event strategies, I also started my own podcast called The Meeting Space. And it is another set of adventures and, um, and different opportunities, as you probably will find out on your own through your own podcast. So um, it really led me to some, some amazing developments, not, even, not only in the professional field, but also in personal. So I appreciate that. My dog is about to start barking. <laughs> so um in case you hear a bark that's one of my dogs yeah um how is your business currently affected from the coronavirus due to the fact that many meetings and convention uh, are currently being postponed or cancelled um i am in the fortunate positions that position that um my clients currently look at meetings um, for 2021 and beyond. So I do not have clients who I have um, meetings with um, during this time. However, I, as my business is a consulting business, I do advise um, to my clients because even though they do not have those meetings with me, they do have meetings. Um, currently, um, I do have a um, chance to advise clients on what's going on in the marketplace, what's going on in the in the industry with um, with coronavirus coming um, to United States and a lot of conventions and events being canceled. Um, I am very grateful for the position that I am in with event strategies that currently coronavirus is not impacting my business per se. Um, however, I, I'm just in absolute, and I, 
disbelief on what's going on uh, in the industry, how it is impacting so many livelihoods of so many people from CEOs to, you know, person who is a part-time bartender in a hotel. And I, I just cannot imagine um, having being on the hotel side and having those difficult conversations with clients um, because it is truly heartbreaking what's what's happening on both sides this added stress that this is bringing to the meeting and event planners and then the added stress that it's bringing to um, hoteliers and, and other supplies all over the United States my heart goes out to anyone who is um, affected by coronavirus and any, um, any circumstances that has, um, has happened since, since all of this um, uproar about the virus started. So um, I just, I'm in a very, very um, good position with my business currently simply because I um, started late enough that um, the coronavirus has not affected my company. That's good. That's good. Another question I have, since you mentioned that uh, in addition to being a mom, a dog mom, a business owner, you are even a podcaster. Um, can you let, tell us a little bit about your podcast and eventually where our listeners can find you, you know, in order to check it out? Definitely. Um, the podcast is called The Meeting Space, and I am on iTunes, Spotify. Um, there is a Facebook page, The Meeting Space Podcast, um, where I post um, pictures with my guests while we are recording um, and different other tidbits on um, particular episodes of the podcast. Um, so if you go to iTunes and, or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast and type in the meeting space, my podcast will come up. And my podcast was created with a purpose of um, creating a sense of even stronger sense of community um, within the local event and meeting planners. Um, and, and the reason for that is you know, meetings and meeting and event planners are very busy individuals who travel a lot. They have a lot of meetings themselves that they need to go to and attend. Um, they have um, bosses that they report to. And with great local professional organizations, um, we have an opportunity to network and get to know each other here on a local level. However, with the meeting and event professionals being so busy and having unpredictable travel schedule, it is very hard for them to come to those networking events um, or speaking engagements where they can um, learn what is trending in the industry from local speakers and, and other professionals. 
So my podcast was created to bring that a little bit closer to them so they do not have to leave their office or, um, you know, alter their schedule. And it was really truly to create a networking without leaving um, leaving the office um, or missing important meetings. Um, I know that it will not substitute face-to-face interaction, just like meetings and events in the street. That's, you know, face-to-face meetings are, you know, bread and butter of meetings and events in the street. Um, however, it, it can be another avenue, just like, you know, webinars and other online um, resources are there in, in my industry. Um, the Meeting Space Podcast was created to be that other additional resource um, to meeting and event planners. And I do focus mostly on um, professionals in Dallas-Fort Worth area where, um, you, you know, they, they get to get to know their peers, um, people who they would meet when they would walk into one of the professional organization luncheons here in the area. Um, that's mainly my premise, but I am expanding my guest list to business professionals um, outside of the state of Texas. So I will be having some additional um, guests that um, go a little bit beyond Dallas, Fort Worth, and Texas area. And I think that that will just add value and um, additional knowledge and information to the event and meeting planners. So um, that's the, the, the premise of the podcast. That's why it was created. And it has been one of the most fulfilling things that I have done so far, uh, besides event strategies and being a mom and wife and a dog mom. So I'm, I'm feeling very fulfilled right now in my life. No, that's fantastic. And uh, I agree with you. Many, many more networking events, you know, are moving through, you know, uh, via web or via webcams, uh, especially because people is more and more busy, especially here in Los Angeles, you know, traffic is insane. So mm-hmm. sometimes you need to go for, I don't know, a one hour event and then it takes two hours to be there. So many people is preferring, you know, to do these events uh, through webcams and then maybe once a month, once every two months, have a face-to-face meeting, uh, especially people that is really busy. And uh, even myself, from my experience is that uh, I can network all over the U.S. pretty easily, uh, even with uh, people of, you know, some people might be interesting, some people may be less interesting, or maybe we don't connect. And then only follow up face-to-face with people that... Uh, uh, we connect or we can have some mutual mutual intent with, you know. Uh, I really like the fact that, uh, you know, there is this technology. But again, underline, uh, sorry, I agree with you that, um, you know, webcam and, you know, webinars or I don't know, Google Hangouts, they, they are different from face-to-face meetings. But it's a different way, you know. Definitely. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you would like to share? Um, you know, you mentioned that you have listeners who might be starting their own businesses and, um, 
and might be you know looking for some additional inspiration i just um want to let those listeners know that um keep on going <laughs> that's my message keep on going um readjust if you need to adapt um seek professional um help that it's available to you through free resources like podcasts um like different webinars that um some organizations might be offering in um in your um field of expertise um keep on keep on um keep on searching keep on seeking and if needed you know you can always pivot you can always move in another direction um however um keep keep on doing i i truly believe that you know you can overthink um you can overthink your business at some point action is very important and um Thinking has is great and learning is great, but move and and take action in your business. You will learn as you go. You can always adjust, readjust, do something different. But if you don't take steps, if you don't take action, um, there is really you know what's what's the point there. So. Keep on doing what you, what, what you, if you started your business, keep at it. And if needed, just go and, um, and readjust, but take action after action, um, because that's what will get you closer to your goal, to meeting your objective. So I guess that's what I would, that's what I would share and, and, um, and encourage your listeners to, to be the way. No, I fully agree with you. This is an important message that uh, I share with everybody as well, you know, that want to start a business, you know, keep on going, keep on going. Don't be afraid of failing because you fail if you don't do stuff. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, I keep this um, quote that I've heard a few years ago in my head all at all times and the quote is that success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm and that was said by Winston Churchill I truly believe that my measure of success is how I am going from one failure to the other and truly I'm asking myself a question is failure a bad thing um, bad thing because you know for me failure is an opportunity to learn it's an opportunity to reevaluate it's an opportunity to look at my actions and say okay here I did well here I wish I did things differently and apply it next time so truly failure for me is just an opportunity to evaluate and um, um, not even like self-critique, but in a constructive way, not in a way that you, you beat yourself up and you are disappointed 
and you have no energy to move forward. Stay open-minded when it comes to failures and, uh, and, and you will succeed. That's, that's what happened to me and that's what I truly believe. No, Ali, that's a great message. Uh, just my last question uh, that I always ask. This is not related to, you know, podcasts or anything. What's your favorite drink? My favorite drink. So I am a coffee drinker. In the morning, I like to have my cup or two of coffee. And um, throughout the day, I drink a lot of water. And then in the evening, I like hot tea. So um, my favorite drinks vary between those, um, those three. Um, as, you know, depending on the time of the day. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's so, you know, this was my last question. Do you have anything else you would like to add? No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope you will return the favor and be on the Meeting Space podcast with me. I will reach out to you about that. But yes, I, I just enjoyed chatting with you. And thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And uh, yes, uh, as soon as I receive uh, your email with some available dates for being guests of your podcast, I would be very honored to be a guest uh, of your successful podcast. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.